This is Sarah Edmonds, and you're listening to Off the Record, a mini episode of the Textual Healing Podcast. Today, I'm going to be reading for you an excerpt from Late Nights at Full Moon Records, my debut novella that's coming out on September 23rd, 2023 from 30 West Publishing House. I recommend pairing this excerpt with the song Animal Fear from Marika Hackman's We Slept at Last album, not just because it's mentioned by name in the excerpt itself, which it is, but because I think that it really matches with a lot of the themes in the novella of like transformation and being afraid of things that maybe aren't as scary as you think. I hope you enjoy it. Lane arrived at the shop the next day to find the door locked and an envelope taped to its glass. Inside, he found a key and a note. Lane, we're sorry for the inconvenience, but can you mind the shop for the rest of the week? We will be upstairs in case of emergencies. I'm sure you're capable enough to handle it, though. Things will be back to normal in a few days. He recognized Dawn's small, slanted handwriting. Bouncing the small key on his palm, he frowned and mulled over her final assurance. Things will be back to normal in a few days. No matter how strongly he wanted to believe that, the stark decline of their attitudes over the past week had him entirely unconvinced. The key fit snugly into the lock, letting out an audible click as he opened the shop door. Lane went through the usual routine, filling the cash register with change from the safe, picking a record, Marika Hackman's We Slept At Last was one of his favorites from their pile of seasonal spooky options, to play through the morning and turning on all the decorative lights and signage hanging in the windows. It felt strange going through the motions alone. True, he had opened the shop alone before, but most of the time they had unlocked the store that morning. To leave him a key meant that they didn't expect to leave their apartment for at least a day or two. That, in and of itself, was unusual. Yet, throughout the course of the day, Lane heard noises that struck him as even stranger. In the quiet minutes when one record ended and the music gave way to the scratch ticking of the needle, Lane could hear muffled banging and what sounded like arguments coming from the rooms above the shop. Never any words. He never made out a particular phrase or shout from the apartment. But he was so certain that he heard Gail and Dawn fighting that, more than once, he climbed the stairs to the apartment and raised his fist to knock. He never did. Each time, the sounds quieted down by the time he reached the top of the stairs, and remembering Dawn's note and her remark about emergencies, he returned to the ground floor and started another record. As the day progressed, the sky beyond the window darkened well beyond the overcast of a typical October day. The rain came first. It fell so heavily that Lane could hardly make out the shapes of cars passing along Main Street through the torrent and diffused light of the street and headlights. The wind followed, whistling through the alleys between the shop and its adjoining businesses. Thunder and lightning solidified the abrupt autumn storm. Lane sat on the stool, frowning at the glowing open sign in the window. A flood warning would be more likely to come than a customer. Lane's dismal mood grew with every minute of pouring rain. If the ground was wet, he wouldn't be able to move his car into the field. There were few parking lots not monitored by towing companies that were also dark enough to allow sleep. He considered staying the night in the shop, especially since Gail and Dawn didn't plan on coming down anytime that evening, but he couldn't overcome his conscience. Until he asked for their permission, it would be a breach of trust. He didn't have the wherewithal to intrude upon them to ask. But the storm was growing worse. The trees that spotted the road outside whipped back and forth. A bang from the back of the shop made Lane jump, and trash was swept up the alley as it rolled out of the falling can. 
Lane switched the record over to what would likely be the last album of the night when a loud crash shattered the muted beating of the rain. A gust of wind swept through the shop, the sound of the storm crescendoing sharply. Lane spun around, dropping the record back into place. Glass scattered across the floor, rain blew in from the shattered side window. A large tree branch lay at odd angles in the middle of the shop floor. Shit! Lane ran over to the window and pulled all of the movable shelves and tables he could away from the incoming rain. The legs scraped against the floor and he hoped belatedly that they wouldn't leave scratches. He tore through the closets and found a plastic tablecloth covered in little miniatures of the Full Moon Records logo. Secured with packing tape, it was enough to keep out the rain until the storm passed. However, there was nothing to sweep up the glass or to dry the water that had already pulled along the wall. All of the cleaning supplies were in the basement. Lane stared at the unassuming door from the bottom of the steps up to Dawn and Gail's apartment. Dawn had told him not to bother them unless it was an emergency. Did the window count? They couldn't do anything until the storm ended anyway, and it certainly wasn't an emergency to use a broom and towel. After all the banging and arguing he had heard throughout the day, Lane would much rather face a not-up-to-code basement than interrupt his boss's solitude. They kept the key in a drawer in the front counter. It didn't take him long to find, tucked under the empty stack of deposit bags as it was. Lane ran his thumb over the teeth of the key as he made his way to the basement door. He paused for only a moment, trying to shake off the nerves that came from knowingly disobeying the only rule Dawn and Gail had ever set for him. The key turned in the lock with a satisfying clunk. The door was heavier than Lane expected. He leaned back, using his body weight to force it, creaking open. Inside, the stairs descended into darkness. He stepped down onto the top stair to turn on the light, resting his hand against the interior of the door and stopped. There was soft egg crate foam lining in the back side of the door, the kind used to soundproof recording rooms and sound stages. Lane ran his fingers across the plush surface, frowning. With his other hand, he reached in through the doorway and found the light switch. Bright, fluorescent tube lights lined the walls of the stairwell. Lane blinked at the glow stark against the dim atmosphere of the shop that had nothing more than a few low-level Halloween lights and the street lamps to illuminate it. The stairwell looked pristine. A single steel railing trailed the left-hand wall, and the stairs themselves were carpeted with a thick white shag. As Lane began to descend, he held onto the railing, his knuckles brushing the wall. It was an odd sensation. He reached out and pressed his fingertips into what he had thought was simple white-painted drywall. He was wrong. The wall itself had give, dimpling under his hand like taut pillowed suede. Each step down to the sealed cement landing made him both more confused and ill at ease. Lane stepped down onto the cement. His footsteps sounded staccato, the strange noise dampening walls and carpet of the stairs catching and muffling all reverberations. As he rounded the corner to face what he expected to be a cluttered and neglected basement, reality stopped him in his tracks. There was a single room, massive, sterile, with glistening cement on the floor, ceilings, and walls. Between him and the room were metal bars, shining like silver, that spanned from floor to ceiling with only a small gap, a single missing bar, to allow anyone to pass through. The bars on either side of the gap were tarnished to a spotty brown. Lane slipped through the gap, his heart pounding in his ears as he passed the small shelf of cleaning supplies by his elbow and stared in horror at two massive metal structures positioned side by side in the center of the room. Cages. 
That was an excerpt from track seven of my debut novella, Late Nights at Full Moon Records, coming out on September 23rd, 2023 from the 30 West Publishing House. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, if you enjoyed that reading, be sure to snag a copy of Sarah's novella, Late Nights at Full Moon Records from 30 West Press, and use the code 20RECORDSPIN when checking out for a discount of 20% off. Thanks for listening.